couple of minutes. You love the publication. PhilSteel.com is the website. A lot of great information there. But we also love this time of the year because college football predictions and projections and what this team, you know, everybody's undefeated in the month of June, right? Everybody's undefeated in the month of June, including Auburn, including Tennessee. Tennessee always wins the offseason. Have you noticed that? Tennessee always wins the offseason. Well, I mean, it's the only time that they're undefeated in the month of June and July and August. But then comes September, not very undefeated type team up in Knoxville. We'll see exactly what the Auburn Tigers are going to do in 2018. But we're excited about Alabama Crimson Tide football as we get a little bit closer. Let's go to Phil Steele. Phil Steele, I hope you're doing well. Welcome in to the Alabama Crimson Tide podcast here on SECCountry.com. Hey, thank you, Ryan. I am doing great. How about yourself today? Well, I mean, you know, we're just counting down another year until Alabama defends this national title, and, you know, things are looking pretty favorable for the Crimson Tide here in T-Town. Oh, absolutely. And, in fact, uh, you know, when you look at the, the talent that Alabama has, you plug in the schedule this year, I know there's been a lot of years the Tide has lost one game and still still made it to the championship game, but you'd find it pretty tough to come up with a, a loss on this year's schedule with the talent they have. Alabama's got my number three rated offense in the country, number two rated defense, and, uh, and looking at the schedule, they may just be a double-digit favorite in every single game this year. The closest one appears to be the Auburn game in the Iron Bowl at home. Right now, they're only an eight-point favorite in the game. That could change by the time the game rolls around, but uh, I think Alabama's got a chance of being a double-digit favorite in every game this year. Phil, what is your biggest question mark around this team? I would have to say uh, special teams, which is, uh, you know, that's always a good thing to have as your uh, your biggest question mark because all the other units, in my mind, are answered. They all rank in my top 20. The majority of them rank in my top eight or top five. Uh, but the special teams unit, I've only got in there at number 53, and uh, we need to see that, uh, see how it comes along this year. New kicker, new punter. Uh, J.K. Scott, I thought, was outstanding. And uh, that's probably my biggest question mark. Phil, and I have not been able to get your rankings uh, yet, so I I look forward to grabbing that publication. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to go through it this weekend and have a chance to really let all those things marinate. Where do you have Alabama in your rankings? I've got them uh, sixth in the SEC West this year. (laughs) <laughs> something tells me something tells me you're pulling my leg with that i mean the panic in tuscaloosa was just uh spread across the town there yeah uh believe it or not i've got them number one in the country really going out on a limb with that one this year had them number one last year uh enjoyed them winning the national title once again i think they've got a great chance of getting there you know it's uh, one area that i like uh, coach cool coming in on the defensive line he's one of my favorite defensive line coaches out there and he's produced a lot of folks in the NFL. I don't think he's ever had talent like he's inherited here at Alabama. So they've got two quality quarterbacks, deep at the backfield, outstanding receivers, even losing Calvin Ridley. I like the young guys coming in. Offensive line is solid. Double-digit favorite in every game. Biggest game of the season, question mark, probably that SEC championship game against Georgia. But you know what? Even if Alabama was to lose that, and last year's game was pretty close, uh, they would still get probably make the playoffs with one loss. But uh, I think this team goes into the playoffs unbeaten, number one in the country, enters the season number one, 
and finishes number one. And last year was the first time Alabama was able to accomplish that. Generally, when they come into the season number one, they didn't finish number one. They finally did that last year. Phil, does it matter which quarterback plays? Uh, in my mind, no, because, you know, when you look at Tua Tunga-Viola, uh, I think he's going to get a lot better downfield passing than what Alabama had. I do believe he wins the starting job, but I don't think we're going to see. The, uh, Jalen Hurts was very careful with the football. 17 touchdowns, just one interceptions. I think if Tua gets in there, you'll probably see a few more interceptions. I know that. That'll grind saving a little bit, but you're going to see a lot more big plays. So uh, I, I don't think Alabama's going to turn into a passing team by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, the bread and butter is running the football defense, winning championships. But uh, I, I think it's going to be two at quarterback. But I don't mind Jalen Hurts being in there. He's had a pretty good two-year career so far. We have been talking for many, many years. We've had a chance. It's double digits, probably up to 15, 16 years that I've featured you every single time around this time of the year. Let me stop right here as we continue with other SEC teams. Talk about how folks can get the magazine, how they can download it, because, you know, as we continue to expand, you guys have been adding this digital download. Talk about how folks can get the magazine right now. Well, you're a heck of a guy, Ryan. The magazine, as you mentioned, hits the newsstands on June the 26th. It'll be available at Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, CVS, Publix, Target, Walgreens, and, of course, Walmart. May hit some of the places a week earlier than that, even. But you can right now go to uh, my website, uh, which is philsteel.com, or go to the Twitter, at philsteel042. And it's got complete information up there about how you can download the magazine. And here's the beauty of it. You can actually download it to your computer. You can, or your browser, and get it on your computer. You can get it on Google Play. You can get it on your iPhone. And if you get it on your iPhone, let's say, you could still get it on the computer, same price. It's it's all taken care of. You're on all three platforms. So go get one of them, and you can put them on any of the three. And once again, if you go to at PhilSteel042, my Twitter account, it's right at the top of the page pinned to it. it tells you exactly how to get there. Or go to philsteel.com and click on the latest blog up there. Phil, is this going to become a common occurrence with Georgia being there at the end? Do you think this team has enough to get to college football playoffs again? Uh, I think the chances are there that they could very well get there. Georgia, you know, um, defensively, they're not what Georgia was last year. Georgia last year had a dominant defense, allowed just 16.4 points per game. They had 10 starters back on the defensive side of the ball. They lose too many good players to be quite as good as last year. I thought last year's team relied on the running game and the defense, and now the defense is a little bit weaker and the running game is a little bit weaker when you lose Michelle and Chubb. But the other rest of the talent on the team, I mean, the offensive line, uh, I thought was the biggest transition last year. They went from somewhat of a weakness in 2016 to a strength last year, and now they have my number two rated offensive line. Uh, even losing those two running backs, DeAndre Swift is going to be one of the best running backs in the country. they got two capable quarterbacks in Fromm and Fields. They've got dangerous receivers. And the defense, while a little bit weaker, is still a top-ten defense. In fact, I rate their defense number 15 on my defensive line, number 16 at linebacker, and number 16 at DB. And how about this? I talked about Alabama's weakness before special teams. Georgia comes in with my number eight rated special teams unit, which could be the great equalizer with Blankenship at the kicker. Uh, and uh, I think that they're going to get them. They've got a grant transfer coming in from Murray State as the punter. So they're in pretty good shape on special teams as well. And when their schedule is factored in, 
Uh, probably the two biggest question marks on the regular season schedule would be at LSU and then at South Carolina early in the season. But they'll be favored in both those games, potentially by double digits. And uh, we may have 12-0 and against 12-0 and in the SEC title game this year, right? I know you're on in Tuscaloosa, but let me ask you about the Auburn Tigers and let you break down what you think for Gus and his group there in Lee County. I like Auburn. They're a very good team this year. You know, Stidham is one of the best quarterbacks in the country. You look at the run game, yeah, they lose their, their top guy, but you got Cam Martin, you got Whitlow and Miller. They're, they're loaded there. The receiving core, uh, I actually rate the receivers number nine in the country. Offensive line might be my biggest question mark with Auburn. I, I put them in there at number 53, but they lose a lot of guys off of last year's offensive line. The talent's there. It's just inexperience. Defensively, how about my number five rated D-line? Number 15 set of linebackers, number 21 DBs. Now, they have question marks at the kicker spot as well. They only finished number 72 in my special teams. They lose their kicker, Daniel Carlson, from last year. Their punter's back, but he only had a 35-6 net. I think he probably loses his job to a true freshman uh, in the punting spot, and that's a question mark, as is the schedule. In Jordan-Hare Stadium last year, they were unbeatable. They you know, knocked off number one Georgia, knocked off number one Alabama. Well, those two teams both get Auburn at home this year. They open up with Washington in the opener in Atlanta. Yeah, it'll be a pro-Auburn crowd, but that's going to be a tough game. And then how about Mississippi State? Auburn's handled Mississippi State handily the last two years. But the Bulldogs are loaded this season. They've got my number 11 offense, number 11 defense, 17 returning starters. That'll be a tough game. So they've got a rough road to get there. They're going to have to go at Georgia, at Alabama, to come away with an SEC West title this year. But they're clearly one of the most talented teams in the country. We're talking to Phil Steele. PhilSteele.com is the publication. PhilSteele042 on the Twitter account. Let me stay in the SEC West and ask you about Coach O and LSU there in Baton Rouge. What do you think about the Tigers going into the 2018 season? You know, there's a potential this year. LSU could be an underdog in as many as six games. How about that? Wow. Who would ever thought that with LSU? And Coach Orgeron is on the hot seat. You know, when I'm, I'm going to put my hot seat article out on ESPN uh, probably two, three weeks from now, and Ed Orsrod will be right near the top of the list. LSU only has 10 returning starters, five on offense, five on defense. They're number 129 on my experience chart. Now, the addition of Joe Burrow at quarterback is going to be helpful, but you look at the running backs, they lose Geist, they lose Williams, they lose basically all their top running backs from last year. The receiving core has some question marks. Uh, and a general inexperience throughout. They still have a solid defense. I rate their defense number 14, uh, including my number 10 set of linebackers, number 4 DBs. But in the schedule, they're probably going to be an underdog against Miami of Florida in Arlington. In fact, right now in Vegas, they're a three-point dog. In Vegas right now, at Auburn, a 12-point dog. At Florida, they're favored right now, but that could change by the time the game rolls around. They'll be an underdog home against Georgia. They're already an 11-point underdog home against Alabama and could very well be an underdog in the season final at Texas A&M. Keep in mind, A&M's a lot more experienced, and all eight of Texas A&M's units rank in my top units in the front of the magazine, one of nine teams in the country. And they've got some head coach, Jimbo Fisher, knows a thing or two about winning. So you might see LSU an underdog in as many as five or six games this year. And Coach O better hope to pull some upsets because he's on my hot seat list. What do you think about Jimbo Fisher there at Texas A&M? You think he can be what they want in their program uh, the first year and, and maybe have some production, get over that eight-win, seven-eight-win total that they've had the last few years with Kevin Sumlin? 
Well, first-year head coaches generally don't have that big-time season because, you know, they have to learn the players' strengths and weaknesses. Players have to learn the new systems. And they do, in the first four games, Ryan, they play Clemson at home and at Alabama. So they're almost locked into a 2-2 two and two start to the season. And they have to play South Carolina on the road, Mississippi State on the road, Auburn on the road this year. I think it's going to be tough to get over that nine-win total that you have. But topping last year's seven-win total, I think Jimbo Fisher gets it done. And I do believe A&M is going to be competitive in some of those big games. Could even pull some road upsets. Maybe Mississippi State, maybe South Carolina. Uh, they could get a couple upsets out of there. And I do think he'll get this team uh, eventually. Now, A&M fans have won national championship every year, even though they haven't had national championship but, uh, you know, in, in <laughs> sure. ages. But uh, I think Jimbo Fisher will have do, do a very good job there. Let me ask you one, one more question here, and, and let me ask you about Jeremy Pruitt. Leaves Alabama, he goes to Tennessee, but I don't know if I see a nastier schedule that starts September the 22nd with Florida and then it ends South Carolina four or five weeks down the road. Pretty difficult run there for Tennessee. What are you expecting in year number one there in Knoxville? Yeah, and, you know, they're going to be better than last year, naturally. Last year was sort of a dumpster fire. You know, they, they lost all those players with injury. They struggled at the quarterback spot had their head coach under fire, went 0-8 in the SEC, and lost eight games for the first time in program history. Now, this year they only have 12 returning starters, but they get a lot of those injured guys back. I think they're going to have a reasonable defense. I do look at their schedule, and here's what I see, Ryan. I see probably a 2-6 and six start for the year. But then you look at November. Charlotte at home, Kentucky at home, Missouri at home, at Vanderbilt. Remember the years where Tennessee always used to dominate the month of November? They've got the potential to do that. And if they were to run the table down the stretch, they could very well get to a bowl. And I tell you what, Jeremy Pruitt gets this team to a bowl. Uh, Tennessee fans will be happy this year. And then next year, the schedule lightens up a little bit. You incorporated the odds a couple of minutes ago. What do you have Alabama-Louisville that first game? And then I'll let you go. Uh, Alabama right now in Vegas. Let me look it up for you. Which is 25 and a half, 25 and a half at most places out there. I'm just curious. I respect you more than I do some of those guys out there. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, the number the number is 25 and a half. I am a 28-point favorite. Okay. So if it's 25 and a half, I'm taking the tide. Okay. I got you. Phil Steele, I appreciate you. One more time, go to philsteele.com. If you're looking for the best college football annual, I use it here in the studio, and I'm going to have to retire last year's and promote this year's edition as we get ready for the 2018 season. Phil, what else do I need to say about the publication? Uh, 352 pages. You get three to four times the amount of information as any other magazine out there. It's one of the experts can't do without every broadcast guy in the business uses the magazine, has it in front of them. And uh, you can go to the website, philsteel.com. Hits the newsstands June 26th. Might hit some places June 19th, uh, but you want to definitely get your hands on this. Just open up a copy, compare it to every other magazine on the newsstand. You'll see three to four times the amount of information. Hey, Phil, I appreciate you. I hope we can visit again maybe in a month or so. We let this marinate a little bit on us here in Tuscaloosa. I appreciate you, and I hope you have a great afternoon, a great weekend, too. Sounds great, Ryan. Always enjoy talking football with you, my friend. Hey, what a great conversation that was with Phil Steele, college football analyst. Guys, been doing it a long time. I always enjoy talking college football with one of the best. PhilSteele.com is the website, PhilSteele042 on the Twitter account. Talking college football, Alabama football. We'll do it again the next time 
right here on the daily edition of the Alabama Crimson Tide podcast. Connect with me on the Twitter account at Ryan C. Fowler, at Ryan C. Fowler, and I look forward to hanging out with the best fans of the country next time on the Alabama Crimson Tide podcast on seccountry.com. Right, Brinson.